And we're live. Two, one. <laughs> that was the longest three ever. <laughs> For real? Okay, I'm going to make sure I'm not looking at this one too much. Keep it chat. Anyways, guys, welcome to Option Select Podcast. We miss you guys. We really did. Hell yeah. We did plan on having an episode last week, but like me and Ruben both had like life just throw us a curveball right on Friday. So we're kind of like, uh... So, I mean, honestly, guys, we would give you a heads up if we weren't going to do a show. But like I said, shit happened and we figured we'll be back next week. So I think that's pretty good for 120 weeks. We just missed out one. Like, come on, guys. Not too bad, right? <laughs> we get canceled. Not for free content, uh, bro. It's not for free content. You guys like it. Y'all come back for more. Even mom's like, I didn't do a show. Like, nah, we had stuff come up. She's like, okay, so my mom's a fan. <laughs> <laughs> so, um, yeah, uh, this is a podcast where me and Ruben, we get together on Friday nights. We talk about video games, what's going on, and a whole bunch of stuff to cover. Because not only are we talking about what happened this week, we're going to be talking about what happened last week. It's a lot. Uh, so we're going to try to get it in in one episode. So it might be a doozy, guys. We might take some breaks in the middle because, you know, we drink a lot. Yeah. Water. <laughs> uh and, and 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 again guys like i love doing the podcast and i prefer to do it in person with ruben across the room from me but sometimes where we just can't do that uh uh, uh we just don't have access to or circumstances happen that beyond our control and even though it's not you know across from each other we try to do it like over discord and hopefully you guys can enjoy the experience like i said it's not the best it's not my preferred method but it we we still like doing the show and we just want to Make sure you guys have access to the show some way, shape, fashion, and form. So if you're enjoying, uh, enjoying us on Twitch, on, uh, on a podcast, on um, your way to work, on YouTube, whatever, we really appreciate it. Thank you very much, guys. You are the best. Um, so uh, we start off every episode with how was your week, Ruben? And I'm going to put my phone on silent because I totally forgot. That's all right. I can't hear it. Um, so I'm going to go ahead and go over the past two weeks. Um, work has been pretty steady and uh hard uh today i had to run a double so i had to run two days in one like a boss and i knocked it around knocked it out before one o'clock um so it only added like two hours to my friday i was able to actually like sit down the day before and like put everything in the order that i needed to and uh i had to mix and match so i was running some friday and i would mix in some monday and then go back to friday again because we're going to be off this upcoming monday um, as far as last Friday is concerned, uh, yeah, I do want to apologize to everybody, but yeah, we did have some life events come up. My girlfriend, um, tested positive for COVID and it was my, my turn this week to host the episode and well, for the episode 120, cause as you guys know, we do evens at my house, odds at Rick's house. And, um, I didn't want to risk Rick getting sick. I didn't want to risk his wife getting sick or anybody getting sick. So, Better off for him not to be here. I've been negative the entire time um, on COVID, on my COVID test. So um, I just don't know if I'm a carrier or what. I didn't want to get him sick at his house as well. So uh, I apologize for all that good stuff. But, hey, we're still here. We're still doing the damn thing. So work has been pretty steady, pretty hard. Um, they had told me to um, take off Monday. So I did. And, um, yeah, they had, uh, they said, uh, you can take a test today and you come out negative, you can come back to work. So I did and went, uh, you know, negative and came back to work and kept on going, kept on pushing forward. Um, as far as like gaming and stuff this week, past two weeks, actually, uh, I've been playing a lot of destiny two with the new season. Oh yeah. Um, 
it's been been a blast with the boys. We have crossplay enabled. I've been able to play with Steven, Miles. I've been able to play with uh, uh, Sleps and Spencer and and just everybody with all across all platforms. Our our clan right now is on the boom. Just like I'm getting, I, I got at least 30 notifications this week about like new clan members joining and things like that. So it's wow. been pretty crazy this past like week with the cross save and cross play and all that stuff. So it really does, it really does um, unify, you know, console players and PC players and all that stuff like together. So it's been a very fun experience. There's no noticeable like lag or anything whenever I was playing with um, Steven, who's playing on like a base PS4. Or I'm playing with somebody who is on a PS5 or, you know, you don't really notice it too much. So it's been a blast playing that with the boys and trying to get that light level up to pinnacle. So pinnacle cap, um, which is 1330 this season. Um, And then, of course, you can go above that. And so we've been testing out all the new stuff and the new builds and stuff like that and having a blast. Uh, As far as other gaming, the only other game I've played in the past two weeks has been Ghost of Tsushima. Uh, with the new PS5 upgrade, it is um, wonderful. And I actually hopped into the new Legends mode, which is um, the online multiplayer, and uh-huh. uh, completed the story chapters of that. I believe there's like 10 or 12 story chapters. And that's been a fun to play, uh, fun to play uh, experience as well. Uh, I've made it to Act 2 of, um, of the main campaign, and I'm about to move into the new island. Uh, I, as soon as I made it to the second part of the island, it actually opened up uh, the quest log for the uh, expansion. So I'm going to check that out before I continue on to the story of uh, Ghost of Tsushima, like base game, because I've already, you know, done that stuff. How do you pronounce the name for that new island? Uh, Iki, I think. Iki Island. Ike. Ike. Iki. Something like that. I think. I think that's what it's called can't really recall at this point to be honest with you i don't speak japanese uh, but yeah so uh, we're gonna um i'm gonna hop into that at some point this weekend i haven't really had too much of uh, a chance to stream because of everything that's been going on you know with work and life and and things like that i've been having to pick up the slack so you know all that's going on as far as like watching stuff um i've been watching ted lasso as it comes out there's a new episode that dropped today so i'm pretty sure me and alice are going to watch that after the podcast she's feeling better by the way guys in case you were wondering um she was she was um she was very sick the first day and like the second all the way up to like the third day and then like fourth day she you still you see it steadily getting better she is vaccinated she is vaccinated so um and as well as you know me but um still got it so you're still at risk boys uh, but yeah, so, um, we come, we came, what is it? We, we come from the shadows. What is it? What's that show called? From the shadows. From the shadows? Yeah. From the shadows or yeah, from the shadows. The one that, I love that show. Have you been watching that? Uh, it comes out or the season three started. I think so. Yeah. I fucking love that show. I told my kid, I was like, do we have Hulu? She's like, I don't think so. Fuck. I would get a temporary pass for Hulu. To, Cause that, that series oh. is legit funny. Well, yeah. What we what do we- in the shadows. What we do in the shadows, yeah. Right. That series is legit, hands down, effing funny, guys. If you get a chance to watch it, watch it. I, yeah. I, I highly recommend it. So I I, uh, I want to start that th- at some point this week because I think it's just going to be like a weekly release off of FX. So FX and Hulu have like this thing where they, you know, put out content, um, you know, at the day it comes out. So I'm, nice. I'm very excited to watch that. Um, I think I'm going to end up catching Shang, was it Shang-Chi or something like that? The new Marvel Shang-Chi? movie? Yeah. The new Marvel movie. 
Uh, probably catch that sometime tomorrow. Out. Huh? I said I'm out. You're out. You're out of Marvel. <laughs> Marvel, yeah, I've been out, bro. Um, and uh, I saw another Apple TV show called uh, Morning Show with Jennifer Aniston, Reese Witherspoon, and Steve Carell. It's about the Me Too movement. I finished uh, that season. The second season starts. Um, what is it? Like next week or the week after? You had me at Jennifer Aniston and uh, and and Reese. And Reese mm-hmm. It's a pretty good yeah, show. I mean, that's where you have me like, okay, I'm going to watch it. It's a pretty good show. It's about, you know, the Me Too movement. And uh, Steve Carell is like obviously oblivious because he's the uh, predator. <laughs> so, uh, so yeah, a very good show. I'm looking forward to the second season, seeing where it goes. And then um, next week, I got to get through um, Tuesday through Friday at work. And then um, I'm on vacation. We uh, fly out Saturday, September 11th, and we're going to go to New Mexico and go hang out out there and get burnt. See what they got, man. That's what we're going to end up doing. So that's like basically my two weeks in a nutshell. Nothing too crazy happening in my life. I've been pretty much just staying home uh, with Alice while I can, and I'm at work while I can be, and all that good stuff. So other than that, that was. Go ahead. So I got to do a podcast with somebody else next week. Okay. No. (laughs) <laughs> i'm leaving if saturday if only i knew someone that would do the podcast with me no i think you if know only. i think you know a few but uh i'll be gone i'll be leaving saturday morning and then i'll be back friday afternoon so I'll, uh friday afternoon the following friday so i'm do shows i gotta do with my by myself no, not happening i don't miss, i don't miss shows except for I last week <laughs> i can't wait. uh how was your uh two weeks brother um well it was it was difficult. It was difficult because what happened Friday is uh uh my pet cat, my wife's pet cat, super sick, been sick, and unfortunately we had to make this hard decision of just having to say, have having to let go. And it was hard. It was really hard. And uh, I just wanna say guys, if you have a pet, make sure you hug them and appreciate and just enjoy the time you have with them because you never know. And it sucks just missing that person, you know, missing that, that pet because they are a member of your family. There's someone you love and you don't realize, you know, how much it hurts until they're gone. So it's, 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 it was sad. And uh, me and my wife just took that weekend off just to recover and grieve together and mourn together. And we took that Monday off just to relax and unwind. And, and it sucks. And it, it's breaking up inside just thinking about it. But, you know, guys, just, just, you know, be there for your pets, because you, you never know. It's That's nuts. right. But other than that, though, uh, work work was the usual. It was fine. Uh, as for playing video games, I played. I've been playing a lot of Dead by Daylight, uh, and I've been enjoying that game. Uh, I, I'm sure you guys might have heard of it before. Uh, I think Ruben, you've heard of it before, right? Um, but I've been playing. Uh, I picked it up a, maybe a, a month or two ago when they had an update with the introduced. Um, characters from resident evil so they they had uh nemesis as a killer and then uh as for survivors you could play choose between leon and jill valentine and i think i saw a claire redfield i don't know if like you have to buy her or they give it to her but i've seen people play as her but i haven't seen her on the survivor list maybe she might be the one you have to buy like it's one of those games where like it's it's fun to play but there is like you want to buy something? Here's a premium, you know, buy the premium currency. And the thing is, like, you could buy skins. And a lot, I know a lot of people are, like, fine with buying skins. But to me, it's just, like, 
you can't see the skin on there. All you see when you play as a killer, all you see is their arms. You know, as, as a first person view. So I mean, yeah, it's fine. Uh, so I've been playing as Nemesis, and he's pretty cool, but he's slow. And my playstyle is I want to rush you down, be in your face, and you know, and 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 uh, be able to just get some strikes in and then and then hook him. So I've been playing this other character called the Wraith, and what he does is when he's um. He has ability where he could go. Uh, he could cloak, and when he's cloaked, he has a higher move speed. It takes time to cloak, a couple of seconds to to activate that ability. And when he's cloaked, he moves a lot faster, and but he cannot attack. He can still interfere with like the the environment where he can still like break pallets. He could still uh, uh, open lockers. He could still do other uh, uh, other uh, uh, things actions. But to break out of your cloak, you actually have to hold the button, and it takes a couple of seconds, and you kind of slow down. So you have to kind of like time when to cloak and uncloak when to uh, um, you know when you're going after your prey. And I like that. I mean, it's it's pretty basic, but I like playing that mechanic because I like playing the, the, the faster characters. So I've been playing a lot of that, and I've been enjoying it. It's a lot of fun. Uh, I might try out some other killers, but like the other ones that I like, they're like you have to buy them. It's like fuck. It's like well, excuse me, or. If you have nine thousand uh, uh, iridescent shards, you could like, like buy it with in-game cards. Like nine thousand, fuck the grind wall is real. That sounds now. that sounds like a lot. How much like, do you it, earn it, like per match or I per? Have no idea, bro. I I I I I've been playing like I I don't know. I have to look. I have to look at the log. How much I got left? But, I mean, I've been playing, but it's like it's cool. But, but I mean, you know that the the they they want you. They build the. The, the price on the uh, 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 the cost of these characters where you, they want you to like per like if you want all of them you're going to have to physically pay money and it's fine I don't care I mean what can I what can I do about it I mean you guys know my stand on microtransactions I don't like them but the game is fun and it doesn't like force you to play you know it doesn't force you to like you know uh, buy these new characters I mean it's fine. It is like it is. And it's this casual game. It's not like I'm playing it like hardcore or whatever. It's just fun when I get on there. And the thing is, there's like a community with that game. And not only is there a community, and guys, I'm sorry if I told you already but, uh, about this, but not only is there a community in that game, but there's like sub sub communities where like all the people, like survivors, you know, they'll have their little community and they get together and play together or killers. And, you know, you could talk to other people that are killers and they have different strats, which I enjoy a lot. And I just blame playing as killer because. Uh, you guys probably know when it comes to multiplayer games, I hate having to depend on other people, especially like strangers, because I don't have a dedicated crew to play with. So it's like when you're just playing with strangers and they're just like, oh, fuck, nah, nah, I'm good, I'm fine. <laughs> so uh, I just been playing Killer and I enjoy it. And, and, and I actually made a couple of friends, just they'll come in and, and, and chit chat with me. And I'm like, oh, that's cool, I appreciate it. And if I have any questions, I'll go to their uh, their stream and I just start asking them. And, 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 and it's a real friendly community. I enjoy it. Like, I haven't came across any toxicity in that community yet. And I say yet because we know that in the gaming world, there's lots of it. Mm-hmm. So, uh, but other than that, though, I mean, playing uh, uh, Dead by Daylight, uh, I did play a little bit of Blasphemous. I enjoyed that. Um, what else did I play? Oh, I, last Friday night, I tried, uh, I downloaded the enhanced edition of horizon zero dawn oh, okay for the ps5 it looks pretty good at 60 frames per second and i also uh dabbled a little bit on god of war and saw the uh, enhanced version of that on the ps5 which is also looks good so and i also downloaded 
I'm going to give it another shot. I think it's going to be my third shot for The Last of Us. We're going to see how that goes. I'm going to like try to play all of these first-party PS5 games. <laughs> I was going to throw some like negative adjectives in there, but <laughs> these, these PS5 games and enjoy it. But we'll see. We'll see. I don't know. I, I think first one I'm going to do is God of War. Since I already have a little bit of like uh, gameplay on that one that I'll figure out and just, just continue go through with it and wrap it up. And then I'll probably do like uh, Horizon Zero and then maybe Last of Us. And I know you have a copy of Last of Us too, so maybe I'll just steal that next time I come over or something. Uh, I don't know, man. I don't, I don't know if I want to let you borrow games. Or... <laughs> You're never going to play them. I'll, no, I'm uh, playing. Look, I'm playing. I'll with give you. you thirty bucks. So I could pay the upgraded version after you told me it's for free. <laughs> <laughs> hey, uh, I had a quick question about Horizon Zero Dawn, though. What? So, are the load times enhanced, or is it just the frame the frame rate? I feel like the load times are enhanced. They're they're not like instantaneous, but they're not as fucking Resident Sleeper like on PS4. You know what I'm talking about? Where it feels like you could go. Make a fresh uh, cup of coffee. Yeah, you come can. Back. You can do like twenty push-ups and, and then. Like, okay, ready. Yeah. So, uh, uh, how's uh, and how was God of War? I mean, God of War already had pretty quick load times anyway. Yeah, the the, the, the load times were were pretty good. It just it, when it when I see sixty frames per second, I was like, Chef's kiss. Nice. That, that's what I yeah. That's what I like. I like sixty frames per second. That looks good. That looks good. Yeah, uh, the load times. Uh, weren't bad. It wasn't enough where like I was like, oh fuck, or because you know how like some load times you're like you go to your phone, and you're like, <laughs> you know what I'm yeah, about? yeah. On this one, I wasn't able to. By the time I looked at the phone, I was like, oh shit, back in the game. <laughs> nice. So, that was good. Yeah, yeah. So it wasn't too. The load times weren't that bad. Uh, what else did I do? Oh, I've been. I watched a nice little anime. I've been watching two animes. Uh, the Promised Neverland. That one's a little outlandish. Michael Jackson? No, no, no. But it's pretty good. I'm enjoying that one. And then another one, it's called Prison School. <laughs> now that one, it's a coming-of-age story of four boys, of five boys trying to survive in an all-girls school. And they get into, like, hijinks and, and uh, hilar- hilarity ensues. So you should guys should check it out. I think you'll like it. And I've been watching that one, but I only watch it like when I'm like when I'm exercising stuff because the wife is like, "What are you watching?" I'm like, "Prison School." She's like, "Oh, that one, yeah." <laughs> uh, what the else? the oh, title I, itself is just silly. What? Prison Some School animation, yeah. And I finished. I think I forgot to tell you guys. I finished Attack on Titan season four point five. Nice. So we need the other half of the season, yeah. Because uh, I think they're doing it like how they did with The Walking Dead, where they split the last season in, in two halves. Yeah, so the last half of uh, of Attack on Titan, I think they said in January 2022 is when it's coming out. Okay, so we'll that's, see. that's not bad then. Uh, and I've been actually started reading again. Uh, I've been reading George Orwell's 1984. That's a good book. Yeah, yeah, I've been reading. I was like, holy shit, this is kind of spooky. Like, it's kind of like, you see some parallels with what's going on now and when he wrote that book wrote uh, wrote the book back in what 19 oh i don't know it was early it was early a long time ago but yeah you see some similarities there like holy shit that's pretty good uh other than that though it was written in 1949 by the way 1949 okay yeah 
<laughs> and it, yeah, and it takes place in 19, 1984. Uh, what else have I been doing? Anything else? Y'all got any house projects y'all been working on? Or are y'all done with that for right now? No, we're done for right now. Uh, yeah, we're on vacation the two weeks ago, but that's about it. And like I said, work was nothing. Not too bad. It was just hot. Mm. Uh, do we want to talk about Gamescom? Uh, yeah, man. I mean, I didn't really see anything that like popped out at me, so give me what you got. Let's let's get into it. Okay, so guys, here's Gamescom. This is stuff that I wrote down that I, was, that I found interesting. Um, it was like a three-day event. I think it was like Wednesday, Thursday, Friday, or Thursday, Friday, Saturday. It, it, it takes place like it usually takes place in Cologne, Belgium, but this time since the whole COVID going on, I know this year and last year they did it online, which you know when I, when I get to watch just uh, information on game news and releases and trailers, like I'm for it. I'll watch it. But like I said, I didn't write down everything. I just watched, you know, what uh, wrote down what uh, interested me. So. That's right. It was Wednesday, Thursday, Friday. Uh, right off the top, I saw Marvel Midnight Suns. Did you see that one? No, I didn't. That what one was that one? It's a 2K game from, uh, published by 2K Games and uh, developed by Farax, the guy who did uh, the guys who did X- XCOM. So it's like a tactical RPG, um, but you're playing with the the X Men, well, with uh, the Marvel characters. The Midnight Suns are kind of like. Um, do you remember Justice League Dark from DC? Like the guys who do like all the supernatural stuff? Mm-hmm. Well, the Midnight Suns is like the equivalent of that or and vice versa. Whether that, that's the uh, they, they, they do more of the magic and superstitious and supernatural stuff. So uh, I saw some gameplay of that. It looked pretty cool. And they got some more inf- information that came out earlier this week. So it looks like it's going to be like you'll be playing with as, in teams of threes. And it'll be kind of like deck building also along the way so you like i guess as you play you'll get some cards that give you different actions and stuff and they said them all the microtransactions will be cosmetic only so take it as it is guys um i know a lot of people say you know if as long as the microtransactions are just cosmetic only are and are not pay to win they're fine uh it, i mean I, you guys know me I, I hate microtransactions but it is what it is i mean i i can't complain i don't play strategy rpgs so i mean i'll watch it uh and it looked like fun and i've seen some of my online buddies play uh other XCOM games and it looked like fun but uh, i mean I'll, I'll just watch how it looks like so yeah it says that they have um they're, they're gonna have a battle card system but uh there are no loot boxes this is from marvel midnight suns itself it's twitter um there's gonna be no loot boxes in marvel midnight suns or related microtransactions to get more cards purely cosmetic uh, skins for purchase that do not affect game balance in any way. So that that's a good move on their part. Um, and it's just going to be for people who like to play the game and just want, you know, that special skin for that one character that they enjoy playing, you know, you know, typical, you know, video game stuff. No big deal. The, the only time I don't like it, and I've talked to Travis about it in depth before, is when they do similar to what, like, Overwatch does. Um, oh, Chinese New Year skin, only limited, limited, uh, available for limited time only. That's, that's, when I hate it, I think that's bullshit. I think that's predatory. But again, that's just me. I, I mean, that's my opinion. If, if some people are probably totally fine with it, who am I to argue against that? Right. That's just my my opinion on that. Okay. Uh, I saw they had uh, gameplay for uh, Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles: Shredder's Revenge. I'm that so excited. Like awesome. yeah, so you get excited. to play as uh, they they announced that you can play as April O'Neil, which is pretty cool. I saw that. Uh, Ubisoft, they had 
Writers Republic. Back to Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles before you go back to Writers Republic. Did they announce a release date for this one or? At at time when I wrote this down, I didn't see a release date, so I'm not too sure yet. It says 2022 on the wiki. Wouldn't be surprised. Um, but yeah, that's all I see on it. I didn't know if they had actually done a a release date reveal or something like that. That would be cool. They might have had one since since I've. Since I uh, wrote it, wrote it down, but uh, yeah, I remember, guys. Like we're like kind of like a week behind, so I'm trying to cram in like news from the week before into this episode, so I might be behind on some stuff. So heard, it'll be all right. It'll be all right. I saw uh, yeah, Ubisoft's Riders Republic. I was like, what the fuck is this? I'm like, oh, it's like uh, X uh, Games Battle Royale. Okay. You know, you're like snowboarding and riding bikes and. Oh, uh, was that hang gliding and stuff like that? Like, oh. What were they okay. showing off for that one? That one's been out since February. Uh, they said the beta is now open until August twenty. 20- oh, because I want to write that down. It was at the time, but they. Uh, I, I don't know. It just looks. I wouldn't say interesting. I just. I just, I just saw it. I was like, oh. oh, my bad. That one's got an October twenty eighth release date. It got pushed back from February. I, I apologize. Okay. Uh, during the uh, which is fine. During the uh. Uh, excuse me, guys. I drank a bang on the way on the, <laughs> while we're preparing. I should. Now I'm going to be up to like two o'clock. Yeah, yeah. Uh, it was just a long day, dude. I was fucking tired. Uh, uh, during the Gamescom, uh, they had a Game Pass commercial from Xbox that showed Scorn, uh, Fall 2021. So hopefully that game will come out because the aesthetics on that reminds me a lot of um, who's the uh, the genius art director for aliens is it hg geiger or something like that jr geiger i geiger Geiger? but you know that 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 style of aliens that very elongated skulls and the frilly lines and everything like when you see it you see that style and that's what i that vibes that i got when i saw scorn so i was like okay just the aesthetics alone got me sold on this game so i would like oh i'd like to check it out it's a hr geiger hr geiger there you go Yeah, yeah 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 Yeah, like I said, I get a lot of vibes when I see when I see Scorn, like what, of Aliens. And what kind of game is that? I have no idea. They, um, they, they mentioned it. I remember they mentioned it like a way back when, like during Xbox, uh, like during their Xbox Series X and S reveal. Like they show like a like a couple like frames and not frames, but like like a title, like a title announcement shot. And I was like, okay. okay. So this yeah, one is actually a first person horror adventure game. So I'm going to assume something like Doom and or like, you know, Quake back in the day. But looking at the art on um, on the Xbox website, which is where I'm at right now, it the, the art just just gorgeous. Yeah. Yeah. It's very, very, very nice. Very H.R. Geiger. Very yeah. uh, Aliens uh, Prometheus type art mm-hmm. here. It looks really good just by yeah. the screenshots. So. Yeah, that one looks yeah, good. Yeah, I wasn't shit on that one too, so I can, I'm, I, I'll, I'll check it out. Okay. What else you got uh, on Gamescom? It had some I, guys. I'm just rattling these off, and I, I might miss some, so apologize. Sorry. Sorry. Uh, I saw one for Far Cry Six. Oh yeah. Giancarlo Esposito. Like I never played a, a, a Far Cry game ever, and I'm probably not going to play this one either. But just knowing, like, like if they make like a movie or like a mini series, just to see what what goes on with this. With, with this franchise, like with this arc, I'm like, I'll probably be interested because it looked pretty good. Like, I mean, Giancarlo, he just plays like the most exceptional villains, like in every role he does. Yeah, I so did. Yeah. They did release the uh, specs, like the the PC requirements for ultra quality, like today. Yeah, I 
Bro. This is, yeah. So it's, you need a i7-9700. This is for 4K 30 FPS. Not 60 FPS, 30 FPS. Okay. You need an Intel Core i7-9700 or a 3700 Ryzen 7, which you have. But you also need a Radeon RX 6800 or an RTX 3080, which is insane. Um, 10 gigabytes of RAM uh, on your graphics card. You need 16 gigabytes of RAM on your CPU, at least 60 gigabytes of storage, and Windows 10 64-bit. So uh, those are pretty steep. Yeah, like like really, really steep um, for 4K performance. Again, I don't know how many people actually play in 4K, but 1080, 60 is fine with me. So, I mean, <laughs> if you guys are fans of the 4K, I mean, knock yourselves out if you could play it. But I'm honestly, if it's, as long as it's just 1080, 60 frames, I'm... I mean, uh, you're you're pretty good for 60 FPS Ultra at uh, 1440 with, with your setup that you have right now. I don't uh, have any 4K monitors. No, 1440p, so 1.5K one, 1. or 2.5K. You would be fine at 1440p, so that means that you could handle it at 1080p, no problem, for your PC. Mm. Perfect. But uh, if you want ray tracing, if you want all the bells and whistles, you're going to need some pretty beefy specs, yeah. I'm f- I like if I, if I, I don't know. I, I guess that goes to individual people. Some people love it. I, 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 I could be fine without it. Uh, Guerrilla Games Horizon Forbidden West announcement. Sony news in Gamescom February. Uh, more news in the uh, in the Sony news in February 18th, 2022. That's gonna be the release date. Yeah. And the enhanced version is available now. Uh, I want to go into a little tr- little trail here. Uh, they said eventually. I think it was earlier. And someone in chat mentioned it that the upgrade for Horizon Zero Dawn would be free. And then I think they said earlier this week that you won't get the upgrade for free if uh, I'm sorry, yeah, like if you get it when if, if they, I think they announced, and I don't have the source in front of me, guys. Sorry, I apologize. But I think they said when Horizon Zero Dawn Forbidden West comes out, you want to upgrade from four to five Play, PlayStation four to five, it'll be free. But I think recently they just came out saying that is not the case. That's correct. Um, I wish they would have like had more reserve when they said that because I mean honestly I don't care I I I I, I dabbled in the game and I'm fine and I don't and I have access to the current gen uh, uh, console but people who were like hoping to like buy it on PS4 and then like. Maybe down the road get a PS5 and and then upgrade it. I'll probably have to buy another copy. I was like, yeah, ouch, that's kind of a bummer. That so, would suck. so from for from what I can gather, um, I think Sony had come out and said, or somebody had like one of their partners had come out and said that that the the PS5 shortages are going to continue into 2023 at this point, which is pretty steep. Um, and also that Forbidden West, you know, was supposed to be a 2021 title that was announced back last year during their little PlayStation press conference whenever they first showed off the game, I believe back in October, November or something like that. And um, and I had talked with Ian about this. I said, it's going to get delayed. It's not coming out this year. You know, it, it didn't look ready. Um, and lo and behold, here we are at Gamescom and it did get delayed until February 2022. 
that seems more reasonable. Um, it seems like a reasonable goal for them to hit that. Um, and the reason why I had said that it was going to get delayed in general, you know, six months ago, whenever I told, told him this is because that they're, they're releasing it on two platforms. They're not making two separate copies of the game. They're just releasing it on two separate platforms, uh, previous gen and current gen. And that always comes into performance issues. We see it with, you know, uh, games that, that make that jump all the time, like, uh, cyberpunk or, you know, name, name any other game that, that goes from platform to platform. Now, where Sony's messing up on this is where where they have they have this this shortage on consoles and they're going to continue to have this shortage for an entire other year if that doesn't even get pushed back until 2024. So we're talking about PS5 not getting into every major household for at least 2 to 3 years at this point, right? So um you know, they're going to release their games that they can split generation, but what they should be doing is the Xbox route where Hey, you buy this uh, um, game on this console, and whenever you, you know, you upgrade to the new console, then hey, you get that, you get your copy of the game upgraded. That's smart delivery. The, the smart delivery system, and that would be really, really, you know, ad- advantageous for them because more people would buy that game if they knew that hey, you know, we're gonna get that free upgrade. It gives me more incentive to you know, buy the PS5. If I only owned a PS4 at this point, if I buy all my games on PS4 for now, and then like, Hey, maybe next, you know, next year I I can get my hands on that PS5 or for Christmas or, you know, whatever it is that, that I can then play the game on that next gen console and get to see what all this next gen hubbub is about. You, You would think that it would be more of like, uh, of a showcase for them. And, and it would put them, I'm like, we're already paying more money for PS5 games you know, we're paying $10 more for PS5 games than we are for Xbox games. And, and they're charging that premium. I, and I, and I get it, but you know, they're, they're, they're still charging that premium, but they're not giving you the avenue to get to that premium product. So now not only do you have, I mean, you have to buy the, the, what was this, the, the enhanced edition uh, for PS4. Deluxe one, I think, and it's a digital copy. And then I think that one, I, I, I want to say I saw on Twitter that's the one that will give you the upgrade if you get it on PlayStation 4 to PlayStation 5. I think I, I could be wrong, I could be wrong, but I think I saw something like that where if you get the expensive collector's ultimate edition, where you'll get like an Aloy statue, a steel book, a mini art book, uh, an, a statue of a, one of the enemies that's in there, uh, what else? I'm sure, like maybe the soundtrack or something, and like a wallpaper or something. And I think I saw someone say, like, yeah, that's how you get the you'll get an upgrade if you get it from Ford. If you get the the deluxe ultimate edition when you pre-order it from Ford, and when you upgrade to PlayStation Five, I think I could be wrong. I don't know, but I was just like, oh, interesting. Yeah, if you buy the go ahead. uh, If you buy the digital deluxe edition, um, you get Forbidden West on PS4 and PS5. Um, you get your soundtrack, art book, comic book, um, Karja, Behemoth, Elite items. Uh, some skins, I think. Yeah, some Nora Thunder Elite items, uh, Machine Strike piece, in-game resources pack, which, what, why? And a fo- and you get photo mode unlocks. That's your digital deluxe edition uh, for 80 bucks. That's how, that's how much it's going for, which is... At, at this point, every, every game should have photo mode. <laughs> no, no, no. The game has photo mode, but this one, the digital deluxe edition, has photo mode unlocks. 
Like different filters? Yeah, I'm, I'm guessing. Like filters and frames and bullshit like that. Like, I, I have no idea. I wouldn't mind seeing Aloy and Sephora filters. Okay. <laughs> no. Uh, the girl that actually plays Aloy, she's in that show. Um, uh, God dang it. What's it called? Uh, Mythic Quest. She's in that show Mythic Quest that I've been watching on Apple TV+. Plus. She's one of the characters. Really? Yeah. And she looks like her character, dude. And I was like, I know her yeah. voice from somewhere, and I like, I could hear it doesn't in my head. Doesn't have the red haired the the red haired braids. No, she's got like a, a silver. She got like silver dark hair somehow. I don't know how to explain it. But uh, but yeah, that was that was a that was a bummer that it got pushed back to February, considering how much hype they put around it for this year. But as as we all know, with COVID times, oh, um, for sure, uh, it's got it, it. It had to get pushed back, and. Yeah. Um, Hopefully they release a, a great game that's going to come out on two generations of consoles. Um, I just, I just hope it, I hope it turns out well um, because we have games like Ratchet and Clank, we have games like uh, Returnal that just come out on the PS5 and just do really, really well um, because all they had to do was focus on that one piece of hardware. They don't have to focus on this 12-year-old hardware and this two-year-old hardware or a year hardware at this point. You know what I'm saying? Like, they're not focusing on both. They're just focusing on that one thing. So, I just hope it turns out well is all I'm saying. Well, didn't they say, like, you know, Horizon Forbidden West was going to, like, really utilize, you know, the SSD and, you know, all the technology uh, that, that the PS5 has to offer? I mean, doesn't that, when they scale it back for, for previous gen, doesn't that kind of, like... I mean, to take away from that, where, I mean, it feels like, I, I, I mean, I understand the business aspect, you want to sell it and on many consoles as possible, but at the same time, it's like, didn't you talk about, well, maybe, the, I'm sure the PS5 version will do that, we'll take advantage of all, all the, uh, of the, of the power of the PS5, I just, I just thought it was just kind of weird that they'll, they'll frame it that way because they do have games that do that, like Ratchet and Clank, right? Doesn't that take advantage of everything that I mean? And again, again, guys, I don't play, haven't played Ratchet and Clank, but I've seen you play it and I've seen what it looks like on the PS5 when it's you know dedicated for that and looks wonderful, right? But like you play a, a, a PS4 game that has been upgraded to PS5, you you can still notice the difference because it is still last gen technology you know what i mean like they they had to limit it to a certain scope or they had to lit it, limit the amount of characters on screen or uh foliage or you know whatever it is that they had to limit they there's something that they had to limit to get it onto ps4 uh yeah. and i'm assuming it's going to be like 30 fps capped on forbidden west on ps4 like For sure. like maxed out you know at like some stupid resolution probably like 900p or 1200p somewhere around there and it, it here's what that this is what what bothered me about it to begin with whenever, whenever i found out it was coming to ps4 and ps5 that means that they kept the same exact engine to me like they didn't really do any upgrades and that's what really bothered me about it, it was like you're touting this one off in your ps5 press conference as it being a ps5 game and you're releasing it on the previous gen, which means it has to work on the previous gen. Which means, you know, you have your your reduced draw distance, you have your reduced particle effects, your reduced frame rate, your reduced resolution, and all that stuff for it to run there. And then you're going to have, running on the same engine, the PS5 version, which is going to be 60 FPS at 4K or, you know, whatever it is that you want to call it. Um, like, I feel like like they're, they're limiting themselves on what for Horizon Forbidden West could be. 
um, and not and not utilizing the PS5's full potential because they do still have to make the game for PS4. I, that, that's just the way I feel about it. Um, maybe they'll prove me wrong. I'm still going to pick up the game, check it out, see how it goes. But as of right now, it's just kind of like I, I'm always iffy on those games, especially a year into the cycle. You, you know what I mean? It's still a year into that cycle on PS5. It's 13 or 11 years, 11 years into the cycle of the PS4. So, like, you know, they're releasing it on 11-year-old hardware. Like, I, as We've seen the ups and downs of it. Um, I, I just hope that they release the best product that they can. I'm not doubting that they will, but... You know, I think PlayStation has a certain set of standards, and they need to hit those standards and um, and release you know the best product they can. That's that's all I hope that they do. No, and, and honestly, I mean, all we can do is just speculate. We gotta wait until February rolls around and the game actually comes out and is in our hands. You know, to actually see what it is and it'll be worth the wait. I don't, it, it probably will be worth the wait. I mean, if if knowing you know how Sony's been doing with the other games. But, I mean, to our point, it's just speculation. That's all it is. And, and, and guys, take it with a grain of salt because who knows? It could be great or it could be meh. But we'll see. We'll see. We'll see. And that's how we can do it. I mean, and, it's, and it's fun to talk about, too. For sure. Uh, I want to talk about uh, Valheim, Hearth and Home. Does it interest you? Uh, yeah, it's about time they fucking put out a major update. Doesn't it come out pretty soon? I think so i wrote this down two weeks ago so it's all good it be coming out soon guys i don't know i know you played it with the boys i think oh yeah did you play with the destiny crew uh part of the destiny crew me and carlos played um i didn't know spencer at the time i didn't know everybody else at the time uh-huh. but uh but uh, we had a blast playing it we had our own little server and all that good stuff uh me and carlos and everybody but uh <laughs> i mean there was there was some like drama in that in that whole group with what we were doing <laughs> So, uh, yeah, uh, I'm excited for it. I want to see more of what it's going to bring. Uh, it comes out September 16th. So we got 13 days for that, uh, update to come out, uh, and, and see what it's going to bring. Like they showed, they showcase a couple of things, you know, um, here and there, you know, you're going to have more building pieces, you know, food rebalances, uh, things like that. But like, we're what, almost, almost a year in on Valheim give or take uh, it came out february so let's say nine months in right now eight months and they're just now releasing their first like like full-fledged patch like everything else has been hot fixes up until this point they haven't really done like a like a like a like a patch that adds like certain things into the game because there's like multiple biomes that are in the world as you explore that don't actually have anything in them they exist but there's no enemies there's no resources that you can gather. There's no food that you can gather. There's, you know, things like that that don't. But, I mean, like, Minecraft wasn't built in a day either. And, For sure. And I understand where Valheim's coming. It's like a nine-person team. Um, and then, you know, they got this anime trailer that I saw uh, for Gamescom. that they, I think they started off the show with it, uh, if I'm not mistaken. So, like, they, they, they started off this, this show with uh an animated trailer of like people like sitting around the hearth and like you had a feast and they're drinking and they're eating food oh, yeah and you know they show like a bunch of other stuff like the winner and all that but they didn't actually show any like like gameplay like actual gameplay and i was like that's what i want to see i want to see what they change and all that stuff so i'm excited to see what it is it's a free update um i'm excited to get back in there and but I, here's the thing is like when hearth and home comes out from what my understanding is is everybody has to start over 
So like no matter how many hours and days and whatever you played playing this game, you gotta start fresh, bro. And uh, I hope they don't do that with every major update, but I understand that they gotta fix things and take things away and add new things and all that stuff. So rebalance items and shit. Right. So I just hope that they uh, they do it well, and uh, I trust them because the game when it initially released, I, it gave me I don't know how many hours, like three, four hundred hours when it ori- originally released, wow. and plus we were under quarantine at the time too. So uh, I'm excited. I'm, I'm very excited to see what it what it has to offer for sure. Yeah, uh, honestly, I mean, as long as they take your time with it, don't rush. Don't be putting out dates and and deadlines when you're not ready for. Because we we know that leads to mm-hmm. delays. Delays, delays. Uh, we saw something for. I think the last announcement they had was Death Stranding, director's cut. Uh, so it's gonna be available on the 24th of this month and just looking at this new trailer that i saw uh i definitely got metal gear solid metal gear 5 vibes off that especially like with the mission uh, like sneaking around like like you ever play uh it's the one on ps1 it was like just metal gear solid uh, vr missions yes i love that where, where all it was was just vr missions and i was almost when i was younger i was gonna buy it but then i was like okay i wonder what more stories on here and my friends like nah dude it's just vr missions like kind of like you know when you first start the game you know how like like, there's like 30 like trials just to like give you the basics of the game like you know how to knock and and uh and you know uh, distract a a soldier and go around and how to crawl and and do all that stuff like i got a lot of those vibes just watching this i was like well it's kojima so it's you know not not uh surprising to see that in this game and i think mikhail's excited to play and definitely like i'll be watching and her watching her play maybe i'll pick it up for myself i don't know because like i said even though i wasn't like i had i enjoyed the game and i had kind of like mixed thoughts on everything about it i did enjoy it and i think this director's cut i would play it again maybe not to the full extent like my wife did because i know she had a blast and, and went back and did everybody's mission I mean, so uh, definitely I would see, you know, uh, if when my wife gets it, I will watch it over her shoulder and just like backseat game and, and get to look at it. Because the new features that they added, new items that they added, it looked pretty cool. Uh, so we'll see. So it's, it's coming up in the, in the 24th. So can't wait. Um, did they announce how that was like the pay structure on that? Like, do you have to buy the game outright again? Is it like a $10 upgrade? I think we covered it a couple of weeks ago. I forgot. I'll tell you the truth. I have to look it. Let me uh, find out for you real quick. Yeah, you find you find out and look it up. But yeah, like I said, just looking at it, I got a lot of just, uh, VR mission vibes off of it. Kind of being like sneaky and stealthy. And even though like they give you like new weapons too, and like uh, kind of like a what is it like like a like a shooting range or or like a little like an obstacle course with it. You could try them out and stuff like that. And they got so. the race tracks race yeah they got a whole bunch of stuff so i mean i, I think it's awesome i think it's cool that that you know they're, they're still adding to that game and and i'm glad like kojima just just didn't like move on from the game and, and actually just sat down and like hey there's more stuff i want to add to it so the upgrade's Pretty- 10 bucks okay and the playstation 5 features are enhanced environment effects with the dual sense wireless controllers haptic feedback um you get closer to the this is straight from playstation blog by the way Get closer to the world of Death Stranding with bespoke adaptive trigger resistance. You hear sound effects effects come to life in the 3D audio. 
Um, you get into action quickly with the PS5 ultra-fast ultra SSD and near-instant load times. Um, you get to choose two-picture modes, performance mode with scaled 4K and up to 60, 60 FPS fidelity or wow. native 4K, both with HDR support. So you can enjoy stunningly clear graphics and advanced texture streaming. Now, here's the one that gets me. They have a new feature here. Death Stranding's Director's Cut offers a widescreen mode for ultra-wide play experience. Using the console's standard 16 by 9 aspect ratio to display letterbox gameplay equivalent to 20 by, excuse me, 21 by 9 aspect ratio. So, yeah, they're adding a 21 by 9 ultra-wide support for Death Stranding Director's Cut. That's, That's like the monitor used right now, right? Exactly. Yeah. But I, I already have widescreen mode on PC version. But then, you know, of course, you get all the other stuff, the racing, you know, their new missions and stuff like that. I wonder if they're going to bring some of those upgrades to the Steam version also. No, not from what they've said so far. Uh, It might take a year like Death Stranding did, you know, or six months or whatever it is. But I do want to... The game originally uh, released in November, and then the PC version came out that June or July, I think. Right. Uh, mm-hmm. And I want to piggyback off of a couple things here that you... Uh, so we're talking about Death Stranding and Hideo Kojima. Uh, Norman Reedus um, recently had said that Death Stranding 2 is in negotiations at this point. I don't know if you saw that. Yeah, I think I saw the tweet somewhere. I forgot where exactly, but I saw it. So that would be kind of cool to see how they continue the story. Um, hopefully, you know, we'll report to you guys uh, more as the story develops. Um, and also, a uh, little side note... So, for Death Stranding 2, if that is true and that does happen, I hope it's Kojima still at the helm and not him just like as an overseer slash like executive producer. You know what I'm talking about? Where he just kind of like calls in and jacks on it and like, okay, yeah, fine. Okay, no problem. Right. You know what I'm talking about? I, I, I hope he's still hands on with it. As, as kooky and off the wall he is sometimes, I want to make sure like this is his work that it's, that's, you know, coming to the game. Exactly. Um, and another thing, uh, since we were talking about Metal Gear Solid, you know, VR and all that stuff that came out on PlayStation 1, uh, Metal Gear Solid 1 and 2 are on PC on a gaming service called GOG. And GOG took it upon themselves to update Metal Gear Solid 1 and 2 to receive full-on controller support. Um, so if you've been looking to play those games on your PC and you don't have your PlayStation 1 uh, or two anymore and you or don't first gen playstation 3 or a first gen playstation 3 and or and or a gamecube to play twin snakes uh you're, you're fine you're fine if you don't have a <laughs> you can buy uh mgs one and two i think they're seven dollars a piece on gog.com and they have full-on controller support now with mod support as a matter of fact um, and that came out, the, uh, I don't remember when I wrote this note down, I didn't put a date next to it, but I believe it was last week whenever I put that down. So, um, yeah, GOG took it upon themselves to update, um, the PC release for MGS one and MGS two. And I, I kinda, kinda want to, I think, uh, also piggybacking on that piggyback, oh. uh, Metal Gear Solid five Phantom Pain released six years ago today, uh, September 1st. Oh. Well, not today, but wow. when I wrote it down. But yeah, on September, it's been six years. I'm like, oh, has it? Jesus Christ! I, oh man, I, I, I still haven't beat it. it. So, well, I'm not beating it. Yeah, <laughs> I mean, I see the ending. 
I was like, fuck, I should have beat it. I need to actually one day beat I'll that game. It, I promise. Yeah, one day I'll come back and, and finish it. Like I got sidetracked. I was like, started building mother base and and got some blueprints to like start building some other weapons, and then I kind of like burned myself out. And, fuck, should have finished it. Yeah, it happens. What else you got, Papa? Uh, one of my favorite games that I've been enjoying, uh, Blasphemous. It's getting free DLC available December 9th, Wounds of Eventide. And they tweeted out that they'll be having a sequel in 2023. So if you like the whole... So it has all my favorite buzzwords. Souls-like, Metroidvania, uh, pixelated art stuff. Play Blasphemous. If you like Symphony of the Night, you'll like Blasphemous. If you like Ritual of the Night, uh, play Blasphemous. I like it. The art style is so dark. It's, it's based off of like... Spanish, Conquistador, Española, uh, 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 you know, history and lore and stuff like that. And it's just really dark and twisted. So, I mean, I enjoyed it. I'm still enjoying it. I've been, I've been playing it on. I originally purchased it on my Switch. And I purchased that game again on on Steam for my PC. And it's one of those, it's a small developer. And I don't mind buying the game twice if it goes to, you know, actually helping the developer like to a small party like that, guys. If it's... Like to me, when I uh, like rebuy a game and it's like, oh, it's uh, the publisher is big uh, conglomerate company X. I'm like, ah, fuck you guys. Nah, yeah, y'all are fine. I'll find another way to play the game or something. <laughs> but if it's like a small team and like, 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 uh, like Hades, I've I've purchased that game several times. So like, yeah, I'll I'll definitely buy that again, game again to support you know the 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 smaller crew. So yeah, Blasphemous getting some free DLC. Can't wait. Hell yeah. Um, when does that release? Uh, the free DLC, which will be the, which will be December 9th. This will be the second. The first one was, uh, was like, I had like a five ninety nine price tag. Uh, I could be wrong. It was, it was, it was cheap. It was cheap. Uh, that was, that was earlier this year. And this is going to be the second one, uh, December 9th, Wounds of Eventide. So we'll see what they, they do. And like, there's a fact they're making a sequel. I'm pretty excited. So I can't wait. Oh yeah, dude. That's dope. Um, that was a Kickstarter game if I'm not mistaken. Um, it could have been. I'm not too sure. I know for I know Ritual of the Night. Uh, no. that one had a Kickstarter, and that one took years to make. That was a Kickstarter get... back in 2017, and it came out in 2019. Yeah. For Blasphemous. Yeah, Blasphemous. Nice. Team 17 published it. Nice. No. Mm-hmm. And Kitchen Sink or something like that developed it or something. Like that. Mm, the Game it. Kitchen. Game Kitchen. Yeah. That's right. Kitchen sink. <laughs> That's Joe Rogan. <laughs> the Kitchen Sink at it, bro. Give, do it. give me that horse to warm bro. For real. Everything. <laughs> Z-Pack. What else? What else you got, Papa? Uh, so, uh, guys, I, I think we talked about this uh, last time we were here, guys, together. Uh, um, we talked about how uh, Fortnite basically made imposter mode. Oh, yeah. And then. Uh, so Among Us, the, the developers they added a third-person VR mode. So they added that, but they, I don't think they're implementing their game. And they're like, I mean, we just did it just to be like silly and stuff like that. It's nothing, uh, nothing serious. And I, I was according to HardDrive.net. So, uh, but I was de- reading an article about that, and uh, I just want to read you a, a quote, guys, from from one of the guys from Eric Williamson. He says, "I don't get it. Rip off. We're just doing, you know, the video game thing." Where you look at what's popular and then recreate it, that exactly in uh, recreate it, uh, recreate it exactly in your game, your own game," said Fortnite designer director Eric Williamson. Is that not? Uh, are people mad at us about doing PUBG but colorful? 
they know he stole that from a different uh, DayZ mod, right? I thought Among Us was just Mafia in space. Okay. Hold on. Are we supposed to come up with our own game mods? Because if so, fuck. It's like, <laughs> it's like look, I, I understand, yeah, uh, you know, PUBG, uh, uh, and it was a mod from what you call it, and then uh, Among Us is, you know, Mafia and whatever, but it's like, when they made these, it wasn't like a one-for-one ripoff like it is what they're doing with Imposter. If you look at it, it's like exactly the same. They changed like the map for one thing, uh, uh, like one fun on the map they have on um, the Fortnite Imposter map. They think they changed like they swapped the kitchen and the, or their starboard or whatever. I don't know. But it's just like, like just, you know, being like, oh, we're going to just straight up take something from something successful and put it directly into our game. It's like that becomes disingenuous. Like you're supposed to be creative. And like I'm not saying it can't be inspired by or something like that. But to just blatantly copy and paste it into your game. That's like can you try a little? A little? I don't know. I, I, to me that kind of irks me, you know. Yeah, like um, Call of Duty just showed off their new game mode. Which uh, was uh, Champions Hill, I believe. Mm-hmm. So it's uh, like seven. It's an odd number teams of two. I can't recall. And it has a buy phase like Counter Strike. So you you know everybody's in the center and you buy your thing and then it teleports you to a map where you go two v two, and then it gets you know consolidated down until you have a winner like a tournament style. Um, that that um, that mode looks kind of cool, but it's it's very niche. I think like I've seen it before. Like, not everybody's going to play it. They already had 2v2s uh, in Warzone and, uh, I mean, Modern Warfare or whatever. I forget what they were called. But, like, you would have a specific loadout. You would go in and fight another team of two, knock them out, and then, you know, you would have – it would be rounds or something like that. So, um, you know, they're they're coming up with their own style of, you know, CSGO 2v2 competition. Um, Not something that I've, like – seen specifically like that style but hey they they took some ideas from here and then some ideas that they already had and they kind of threw it together uh one thing that i don't like that i that i noticed is like it is a odd number of teams and so like like you could you could be in the first round and buy and then get teleported but there would be an odd man out an odd team out and they would be buying again after they had already spent all their money that they, you know, started with or whatever. So, um, I think they need to work on that. I think it needs to be an even number of teams. Um, but you know, who knows? I, I'd like to see more about what that, what that game mode is going to entail. Maybe they'll flesh it out a little bit more with uh, Vanguard. That comes out what in two months? <laughs> I don't know. Yeah, yeah. But going back to the whole, you know, import like getting ideas from other games and put like don't get me wrong there's some ideas in this podcast that i got from other ideas and i kind of put them in here and i didn't verbatim call it you know uh like what they call it or whatever like like the npd reports that's from like the easy Alex podcast i think that's cool and that's something to talk about and i would like to implement it and it's not like it's like their idea npd is a, a company on their own that you know the national purchase diary where you get the information and just bring it in and i, I like to bring it in after a while i just stop bringing it in because it's like okay it's cool we know what the best sellers are it's call of duty call of um Grand Theft Auto. Yeah. Uh, Speak, speaking of Fortnite, they added Mike Lowry 
from Bad Boys? They uh, added Will Smith's character from a mid-1990s uh, movie into the game for some for reason? At this point, doesn't, I'm not surprised whatever they bring into Fortnite. <laughs> yeah, so like this week, they added Shang-Chi because, you know, the movie's coming out. Of course. But also they added Mike Lowry for Why? <laughs> like why though? <laughs> I don't know. I don't know. I mean, I, 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 I'll be a hundred percent with you guys. I played like one round of Fortnite when it came out on the Switch. Call me a fucking boomer because I don't know what's going on. I know the BR, but like, I was like, what the fuck is this? Of course, I could, it could be a problem playing it on fucking Switch. But I was like, that's it. This is the game. Yep. I'm good. I'm good. I mean, don't get me wrong. I've had very limited experiences with B- with BRs. Uh, one of the times I did try getting into it was the Black Ops Blackout one. You know, I'm all like, you know, getting items, hiding, killing, getting around, and then you died. Like, that's it? I'm dead already? All this action I did? And, and stealthing? And, and I guess some people really enjoy it, and, and it's, it's a drive for some people to play it. But me, I was like... Fuck. Okay. Whatever. That's what that's what I enjoyed so much about um uh Daisy uh back when it first came out. I mean, I put 1000 plus hours into that game with Carlos and uh Gristle and Aaron and uh Ish and everybody that we played with um Miles? back in the day. Miles wasn't in this. I didn't know Miles at the time. I was living in Dallas at this time. And uh we put I mean thousands of hours into this game, man. And it was just so fun because, like, yeah, you spawn on the you spawn on the coast of this giant landmass, and then you try to find each other uh, using uh, Ventrilo at the time um, <laughs> because Discord didn't exist, and you would try and you know read Russian signs and get together and find stuff on the way like food or resources and things like that, and kind of like work your way towards the middle. There was no ring or anything like that. It wasn't really a battle royale, but like once you uh-huh. died, you started over with nothing you know uh you could make a campsite um put all your loot in one spot you know log out and then log in you know the next day or whatever and then you would still have all your stuff but once somebody once somebody killed you with friendly fire by the way i mean you could be running in the woods and your buddy wouldn't know you were there and shoot you and then you're done like it's over uh and i'm and and i miss that like there's not really there hasn't been a gameplay experience that I've had since then that feels like that game except for um, Escape from Tarkov. Um, Tarkov is very, very much so that game, but like I don't have anybody to play with, so I'm not going to go in by myself and go and try and loot around and stuff. You, you know, have your own, like, they have to go play through their servers and stuff? Yeah, you got to go through their servers. Um, yeah. Whereas like Daisy was all, um, you, you know, uh, whatever public servers were available or your own server um, that you would make, things like that. Like, it was just a fun experience at the time. And then all these things came from it. You know, you had PUBG at first, followed by uh, Fortnite piggybacking off of PUBG. And then um, I think Arma had had its own, uh, because Ar- uh, Daisy was based off of the Arma uh two engine at the time and then arma three and all that other stuff so like everything spawned from that one um uh, that one mod of a game that came out so long ago and uh it was just a blast to play back in the back in the day man and i kind of missed that experience 
And like basically what these battle royales were was just a consolidated version of that experience. It was like a, a you know, like we could go for days, like weeks without dying and like having you know, full tack gear with night vision goggles. Cause at night in that game, which, which is different from any other game I've ever played. Uh, and Daisy, whenever it was nighttime and you don't have a light or a glow stick or a flashlight, anything like that, it was, or the moon was out above you. You can't see Jack shit. And you did not want to play at night if you didn't have those things. And, uh, if you, uh, was there character skins back then? No, no, no character skins. No, (laughs) But if, crossover multiverse, you couldn't nah, play the Joker. Nah, you couldn't do that. But if you had Shit. night vision goggles and you started, you know, going and hunting people down, and like you had night vision goggles and you could see their flashlight at night, and you're like, oh, we're gonna get these motherfuckers, bro. We're gonna hunt them down and kill them. But like, yeah. if you ran too hard, they, you know, if you ran too hard, you started breathing hard, they could hear you. So you would have to like slowly creep up on them, like you were hunting them down. It was so much fun. And uh, I miss that experience, man. Like, I really do. I miss playing with my people uh, back in, what was it, 2010, 2011 or so, something like that. That was so, so much fun, man. But but nothing. Yeah, but me, I, honestly, I, I just, I think Fortnite's just the fucking. Nothing compares to that, that back in the, yeah, you're always, you're trying to chase that purple dragon at this point. Like, it's never going to happen ever again. Well, yeah, Fortnite feels like we're going to grab skins and then put in our game. Like yeah, what? It's definitely. Okay, I don't care. It's, it's definitely not for me. You guys, if you guys been listening to this podcast at any time, y'all know that when the battle royales and Fortnite, I am fucking one hundred percent out of the room. Like <laughs> I'll just my eyes over and be like, Souls, the Souls, Souls game? game, yeah, Elden Ring, Souls, Elden, Elden Ring, can't wait. Can't wait. So uh, uh, we talked about it a couple of weeks ago about how the we like we brought up the question like how does Xbox. Uh, uh, pay different developers when it comes to game pass and and and, and how that works and stuff like that mm-hmm. and honestly i would think i was playing something i was streaming i think Mikel just came up to me and she she looked it up how it works out so i was like you know i was streaming so i didn't get all the information but i was like well send me to the website where you found it and sure enough i went to go look at that website um and it was on pcgamer.com and it says uh xbox chief xbox chief reveals more about how developers earn money through game pass uh, that was, and that article was back out in November 25th, 2020. So that information's been out there. It's just we've been... Negligent. <laughs> journalist, video game journalist. Okay, I'll use that quote very loosely, guys. I don't have a fucking degree <laughs> at all. <laughs> <laughs> so that article's been out. But uh, uh, um, uh, Phil Spence, he says... Uh, Phil Spencer, he says that uh, our deals are, I'll say, all over the place. That sounds unmanageable, but it's really based on the developer's need. And he went to the whole article and, and talked about different things. But and I'm paraphrasing here, guys. You could go read the article at pcgamer.com. But he was talking about how there's some developers that are, that um, that'll be like, "Look, we need financial help. Uh, if you help us out, we'll push your game on Game Pass." There's some other team that says, "Look, our game's already out. Uh, if you want to give us uh, a cut." You know, we'll let you have our game on there. Or there's some other developers who say, um, you know, just different reasons. And, and and so each, I guess it comes down to each developer and development team and the negotiations that they have with Xbox to put it out on Game Pass. So it really just varies from developer to developer. Because I know we brought about, we talked about it and we're like, how does it work out? But it turns out it's just depending on what the developer and the deal that they strike with Microsoft 
that's just what happens. So I was like, which if you think about it, it makes sense. You know, some people just need the money and maybe Xbox is there like, okay, we'll help you out. But we want, you know, on Game Pass on day one when it comes out or for the X amount of a lot of time that we want it there. So right. I thought that was interesting and, and it just kind of shed some light, and which was good because like I said, I've always been curious about how it actually worked out. As for the specific numbers, they didn't, you know, in the, they didn't talk about it too much on the in detail. They just kind of glaze over it with what uh, uh, Phil Spencer said. Okay. So I thought that was interesting. So guys, take that as it is. Oh, yeah. Uh, Speaking of Microsoft, Digame. Digame. Halo Infinite now has a release date of December 8th. So, really? uh, yeah, the uh, Infinite campaign and the multiplayer, free-to-play multiplayer, comes out on December 8th. Uh, 2021. So we are just uh, what three months and five days shy of uh, the new Halo um, coming out onto PC, um, Xbox One, Xbox One X, Xbox Series S, and Series X. So for sure, if you are a fan of FPS, you're gonna have a good next couple of months, right? With Call of Duty Vanguard, uh, Halo. With Battlefield 2042. Oh my god, I can't wait. Uh, what else? Um, I'm sure there's... Uh, uh, can you put Far Cry... No, when's Far Cry 6 coming Far Cry 6 out? comes out in October. That's a first. That's October. a first-person I mean, shooter. First person, yeah, I mean, you can put that in there. So if, if you're a fan of that, you definitely have lots to choose from. Um, Unfortunately, I'm not. So I was like, well, cool. Um, going back to um, the whole Microsoft thing, though. Yeah. Um, there's been a lot of things circulating where, you know, um, Starfield and Elder Scrolls 6 are going to be Xbox exclusives. I'm not surprised. And I'm not either. And, but for some reason, the PlayStation community is. I don't know why. <laughs> I don't know why. Because no. <laughs> because <laughs> they're mad. And I don't understand why. And and I'll, get, and, I'll, and I'll give you my reasons. Tell me. I'll give you my reasons because, first of all, PlayStation has exclusives too. They have their own developers. They have their own exclusives. You get, you get great games like God of War, Ratchet and Clank, uh, uh, Last of Us, uh, Morales. you know, Spider-Man. You're getting all these great first per, first party titles and, and you're going to get mad because Bethesda got bought out by Microsoft and they're going to, you know, consolidate that down and only put it on their consoles. Like you're getting death proof next month. And then we'll talk about everything else at this point. Like, we'll talk about that. But, like, go, go ahead. No, I'm just saying, like, if you're going to get mad at that, you can't, you can't, can't be mad, mad at, at being a, a PlayStation fanboy uh, person. I, I own both next gen consoles, just like the same way as you do, because I enjoy all video games, no matter what platform they're on, including PC. Like, I, I and, you know, I, I love playing video games, no matter what fucking platform they're on. I'm not going to be, uh, um, so sold on a specific console just because oh well the, you know like that's what i had when i was growing up so that's all i'm ever gonna fucking play because if that was the case and i wouldn't get to play if, if, if i grew up playing nintendo and it, and if i only bought nintendo i wouldn't get the great chance to play god of war or last of us or or halo or any of these things you know you can't you can't pigeonhole yourself uh with with your your mindset you can't just be that one mindset it's like oh, i i grew up playing this so this is all i'm gonna play that's bullshit because there's so many great things that are out there in this world, not even just video games. I'm talking about like music or movies or something like that. You, you never know what you're going to enjoy. 
and you can't you can't just fucking put yourself down that rabbit hole of only going with that one brand or that one console always just because that's what you know or that's what you grew up playing you have to expand your horizons guys you can't you can't keep doing the same shit over and over and if you're mad at a business making business decisions you just can't do that anymore um i i don't know what else to tell you like get a pc then and play it on pc you know like I wanted to play Death Stranding when it came out, so I bought it on PS5, and, and lo and behold, later on it comes out on PC. I bought it on PC, too, because I enjoyed the shit out of the game. If they bring, you know, uh, Days Gone or, you know, Final Fantasy uh, uh, Seven Remake at some point, you know, then then I'll pick it up then. But you can't be mad at the companies for making, making decisions. Ex- exclusives build reputations for that console and hey if you love elder scrolls that much then you better go out there and get you a fucking xbox console or a pc that can handle it at this point because it's not coming to playstation guys i don't know what else to tell you you can't be mad if you want to go see if you want to go see shang chi shang chi and the fucking if you want to see it it ain't coming out on disney plus premium you gotta go see it in the movie theaters boys that's what you gotta go do let's let's let's, it's, it's not an accident here okay Microsoft purchased Bethesda Smart. so they can have their flagship games exclusive to their consoles. I mean, they, they didn't buy it to say, oh, we're going to like let everybody you know, get this game. No, they did. They got Bethesda's big games, their, their, their uh, Elder Scrolls and their freaking uh, was it Battlefield? No. Uh, uh, Dishonored, uh, Elder Scrolls, Fallout. <laughs> Elder Scrolls and the Fallout. I mean, they they got they 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 purchased them so people could draw them into their consoles for sure. It's not an accident they did that. Of course. And the people who are the loudest that are upset about it are hands down the PlayStation fanboys. Those are those fuckers are one hundred percent the loudest ones on Twitter, dude. When I go on Twitter and I look at when uh, 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 they talk about an exclusive that Xbox has or something like that. It's always the PlayStation 5 fan, the PlayStation fanboys, I should say, that are the fucking loudest because they'll go in there and they'll literally have like God of War as their, uh, the God of War uh, uh, Kratos as their like um, their profile picture and their bio. They'll have like PlayStation enthusiast, whatever, streamer, like all straight up. And like their, 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 their tag, their handle will be like another like uh, uh, PlayStation like... Uh, uh, antagonist, and then they'll go into Xbox and just start talking shit. I'm like, bro, like, how can you have an honest, non-biased opinion when all your background is fucking PlayStation? It's like, we know what you like. You're being disingenuous 100%, okay? So they'll go in there and start talking shit and put my dog down because I'm getting triggered. <laughs> and so they'll go in there and just being like, worked up and getting mad. I'm like, look, what are you mad about, dude? Well, they they shouldn't have Bethesda games. They should be allowed for everybody because those games have always been for every generation. Yeah, well, that was then. It's now. This is business. They purchased them. What are you gonna do? Yeah, like and you don't hear like about. You don't hear Microsoft fanboys bitching about God of War or Horizon or Spider Man or Last of Us or anything like that. Like I get my boys that are upset. Like that they're they're sad that hey they don't. They don't have the opportunity to buy PlayStation or whatever. They don't have the money to do so. And so I get where I get where that aspect comes from. Like they don't have the money to purchase a PlayStation. Four or five. It doesn't matter. Like they, they focus all their, their time and their purchasing power on this one console. And I get that. I get where that's coming from. 
but times change. People change. Developers change hands. It happens nonstop. The one people you don't ever fucking hear shit from is Nintendo players. They never say anything like, we're happy with the new Mario Rabbids from Ubisoft. We're happy with Mario Galaxy or, or Odyssey or... Dude, at this point, I'm like, I believe, I mean, I, I, I like Nintendo, but I'm like 100% convinced that Nintendo, like hardcore fan base is like brainwashed because here's Nintendo. Hey, remember that port from Wii U? It's coming on Switch. 60 bucks. Okay, we'll buy it. We'll buy it. Like, like, like what? <laughs> uh, you know, Mario Party? Well, you know how that one sucked? We're going to make Mario Party All-Stars. All-Stars. Okay. Like, at this point, like, I'm honestly convinced, like, hardcore Nintendo fans, like, you guys are brainwashed, bro. But y'all, y'all paying that Nintendo tax. 100. They're paying the Nintendo tax for sure, but they're definitely not, they're not complaining, oh, we're not getting Horizon Forbidden West on fucking Switch, yeah, dude. Yeah, they don't care. They, they, they let off Breath of the Wild, and they're fine with that. They're just waiting for Breath of the Wild, too. <laughs> no, it's just, it's just, it's ridiculous, dude. It's kind of like that meme where it shows, like, that, that, that crying face, like, why does Bethesda have exclusive? Why is it exclusive to Microsoft? And shows like the cool guy, like video games go burr. You know what I'm talking about? Like, who gives a shit, bro? <laughs> like, I understand if you're upset. Well, actually, I don't. I don't understand if you're upset. If you're upset, like, bro, go for a walk. Yeah, man. I just don't think that people from PlayStation Camp should be upset that Elder Scrolls and Starfield are coming out on Xbox. If you're not buying both consoles at this point to enjoy all the good games um, that are coming out with this next generation of gaming. I don't know what you're doing. You're you're pigeonholing yourself. You're you're locked into this idea that one call, console is better than the other when that's not that's not true. Yeah, they 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 pit their they they pit their their specs against each other whenever they first came out, but it doesn't fucking matter. As long as it, as long as the gameplay is engaging and the game is fun, we will buy that game. Like it could be the hardest hitting emotional shit that you ever seen in your fucking life. And, and we will buy that game because we enjoy the story. We enjoy the process of, of going through this emotional roller coaster with, with the developers. They wanted us to experience it a certain way, and that's the way that we're going to experience it. And, and I just don't see that, that, that like only doing that on PlayStation is the way or only doing that on Xbox is the way or on PC or whatever. Like I enjoy PC gaming. I enjoy Xbox gaming. I enjoy PlayStation gaming. I enjoy it all, man. I, I Handheld gaming, mobile gaming, I love it all. Give me a story. Tell me a good story. Entertain me. Because nothing entertains me the way that video games does. Uh, uh, I used to be very much into music, but I was still... The, I think the same way about music that I think about these consoles. I'm not just going to think about, oh, I like this one brand of music. That's all I'm going to stick with. I like classical. I like country, rap, anything, because you can learn something from everybody. For sure. And and I think that's the way that people should look at gaming. Granted, that's my opinion. I don't expect everybody to have that opinion. For instance, you don't like BRs. I do. But BRs, are they're, they're like a diamond dozen right now. Like You can find them anywhere. It's like fucking pop music. You know what I mean? And I'm not into fucking pop music right now. I'm into fucking punk rock. I want a, I want a good, you know, I want a good hitter, bro. I want a good story. I want Last of Us 2 to make me fucking cry or make me feel some kind of way that I haven't felt in a while. That's what I want, dude. Like, sometimes I'm drinking, hey, I want to listen to fucking country music because when I'm drinking, country music makes me feel the type of way. That's what I want. You well, know, Johnny Cash legit, for sure. Johnny Cash, bro. Conway Twitty up in this motherfucker. Let's go. I'll say Johnny Cash. <laughs> but, like... I think that you need to broaden your horizons. No, no matter what it is in this life, if it's video games, music, movies, any type of culture, art, whatever it is, 
broaden yourself not just to don't limit yourself ever guys like i get it you bought that console i get it but fucking open it up dude you can't you can't just be in this hole in this room in this echo chamber or whatever it is that these guys call it these days you can't do that anymore guys like this is fucking 2021 we need to come together and also like Fucking learn from each other. Learn from everybody. Yeah. You, yeah. And for sure, chat. If you guys have any opinions, please feel free to chime in. We'll be like reading them while. You, yeah, uh, for sure we are. Uh, did you see? Yeah, especially when we're doing it online like this. Um, did you? I saw something. Uh, I was. I didn't look too far into it, but I saw something where I think like console gamers are getting mad at PC gamers when it comes to like uh, first-person shooters and stuff like that and BRs because that the fact that the PC gamers play mouse and keyboard majority, and the console players are stuck to a controller, and they feel like there's a lopsided advantage, perhaps, to that. I mean, I, I just that's what I saw something along Twitter, but I wasn't too sure. I don't know if you read anything about that or have any uh, two cents on that. I would have to disagree with those people. Um, if you're playing on Switch, I understand. You're limited to the Switch. But oh, if you're playing on Xbox, any Xbox, or if you're playing on PS5, digital or not digital um you have the ability to play with a keyboard and mouse you have that ability especially on fortnite or call of duty uh warzone or you know name your fucking game playstation and xbox have the ability to go keyboard and mouse that does exist so if you're mad that you're playing with pc players and they're just owning your shit then you need to man up go get your keyboard and mouse Hey, guess what? Razor sells one for Xbox specifically that you can sit down with and learn and 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 get on it. But like, I agree, it's way more precise. It is way more precise. And um, it's funny. I, I'm seeing this as a uh, fighting game player enthusiast, where like, you know, there's been chit chats about like, excuse me, should I be playing on pad? Should I be playing on hitbox? Should I be playing on stick? And it always comes down to, like, when you ask, like, the, the, the top-level players, it comes down to, what are you comfortable with? That's really, that's really what it comes down to. I mean, I don't know how the how it translates one-for-one one from from uh, fighting games to, like, BRs and first-person shooters. But me, me, my opinion, I've always been on the camp of, what do you feel comfortable? Because me, when I play uh, majority of my fighting games, I'll play on stick. When I play, uh, uh, when I play like Guilty Gear or Tekken, I'll play on pad. You know, just different things. Different. I'll, I'll play on different formats. Different strokes for different folks. Yeah. So I mean, I don't understand the argument where people like, like I said, I just barely glanced over uh, an article on Twitter about uh, some console players getting upset about the fact that I mean, it, it could have been the mouse keyboard thing, or it could have been maybe like the aim assist something. I have no idea. Like I said, I got. I should look to it, but. I just thought it was interesting. To be honest, man, I uh, I played third person shooters or RPGs with the controller, first person with the mouse and keyboard. And now that I've, um, you know, after Smash, um, I want to play all fighting games on pad. Oh, yeah. I just feel more comfortable that way. I've never felt comfortable with a stick in my hands, like ever. Um, but yeah, like everything else, like RTSs or. Something I sit back on the couch and play, like Ghost of Tsushima, I wouldn't play that with a keyboard and mouse. Assassin's Creed, I wouldn't play with a keyboard and mouse. I enjoy sitting back with my controller, fucking relaxing and doing all the things. Like, it's right here. I get that. But, like, whenever it comes to precise, you know, fucking precision aiming and getting it done, it's mouse and keyboard all the way. All the way, all the way. Uh, I want to talk about... 
about okay this is gonna be like a little bit off video games but i think it's still interesting did you see what <laughs> you hear about twitter's super follows no go on okay okay so so esther crawford a uh, staff product manager she said through super follows people can set a monthly sub of 299 499 or 999 so twitter is a place where people go to have real conversations with others who share their interests bullshit you don't go to fucking twitter for con uh for conversations uh and they say, today we're excited to introduce super follows a new way for people to earn monthly revenue by sharing subscriber only content with their followers on twitter so they're fucking putting a paywall on fucking twitter it's like so okay, that, first of all, guys, I'm going to be 100% with you guys. I use Twitter for two things. Internet news? I mean, video game news? And, like, some dank-ass memes. And posting, and, and, and posting your Twitch. And my Twitch. Yeah, posting my Twitch, for sure. Uh, yeah, honestly, not the memes. I don't know the fucking memes. Memes are fucking everywhere. I, and honestly, if you ask my... If you get, I told you this a hundred times, guys. To me, memes are fucking joke templates. Get the fuck <laughs> out of here with memes. Okay, I don't, I don't, I don't, I don't laugh at them. I, I, that's what I use Twitter for. I get video game news because there's so many outlets that I just can't keep up on my own to go follow. Like I just, I just follow them on on Twitter, and something comes up. I'll, if, if it interests me, I'll look deeper into it and I'll write it down so I can talk to you about it with you guys. And then whenever I announce I'm going on, that's about it. I mean, I don't go down the rabbit hole with them. Some comments here and there just to see what's going on, just to get a gauge of what. Uh, a fraction of what people are thinking or just to get some you know uh an idea of what's going on and that's about it but the fact that they're heading these all and honestly come on let's face the facts guys can you have a fucking conversation on twitter yeah you're limited to 240 characters like if you're going to have a conversation okay first of all you're having a conversation with somebody where everybody and their fucking mother can butt in and put their two cents in like no, no, I don't have a conversation like that. If I'm going to have talk with Ruben, I'm going to talk with Ruben. Uh, maybe with my buddies, he and Travis and my wife here, and we can all chime in together. But I'm not going to have a conversation with somebody and then random fucking stranger butts in. What the fuck are you talking about? Get out of here. No, let's <laughs> not have a conversation, okay? So, <laughs> but so, so now when you're trying to have these paywalls and shit like that, it's like, what are you trying to do, bro? I mean, there's already fucking ads on Twitter. Like, you just want more money? Like, what do you think they're going to start posting? I mean. So they they did Twitter Prime, basically? Twitter, basically Twitter Prime, yeah. Yeah, that's fucking bonk, dude. Um, yeah, I'm not going to subscribe <laughs> to fucking. Yeah, there's nobody out there that's worth me subscribing. And I, I'm not trying to be like a fucking penny pitcher, but like, like I, I'll, I'll. I'll pay for good content. Like, I don't mind going on Twitch and going to someone that I like and I'll, I'll sub. Or, or give a prime sub or whatever and, and, and hang out and spend time or, or, or pay to watch something. I'm, I'm, I don't pirate bullshit like frivolously. Now, yeah, if you're going to call on Twitter and start having this paywall stuff, I'm like, no, bro. Like, I, don't, I really don't. Like, honestly, I don't give a shit what people tweet about. Like, like I said, I, I'm there for specific reasons and specific reasons only. I don't need everybody's fucking opinion on jack shit. And, and face the facts, dude. There's a lot of people that just tweet the first thing that comes on their fucking mind. And I don't care about that, dude. I got enough shit on my plate on my mind, in my life, that I don't care, like, I saw a bird today. Who gives a shit? <laughs> and Brent. Oh, I had, I had fucking salad for dinner. I had quinoa salad. Yeah, I get you. Uh, yeah, I, I fell off some milk crates. <laughs> yeah, so you're right. <laughs> that fucking milk crate thing is so stupid. Milk crate, bro, where did that come from? Where? I mean, people got bored during, I guess, quarantine. I don't know. People were trying to come up with stupid shit. Uh, what else it, you got? Do you, notice, do you notice it's always in the hoods? Oh, boy. <laughs> Bro, 
Am I lying? Am I lying? I'm not. I'm neither confirming nor look denying. Them. Look at them like they're in the fucking hood. I'm not. not on the floor. I'm. I'm neither right? confirming nor denying what you're saying right now. I'm gonna stay right. neutral. Look I'm like Switzerland in this that. bitch. I love fucking Canada. It's gonna quarantine <laughs> for 14 days. <laughs> what else? Uh, uh, I want to talk about Twitch, guys. This came up recently. It was hashtag a day off Twitch. Hashtag Twitch do better. So what's been going on, guys? There's been these hate raids in chat. Uh, and so people want to, like, take a day off. And that was, like, Wednesday the 1st of this month. They want to take a day off of Twitch so they could show how displeased they are with uh, Twitch. And my first thought, like, I'm fucking... I don't want to say I'm cynical. I'm kind of like... Okay, I'm, like, realist leaning into cynical sometimes. <laughs> you know, I try not to be. But, like... You taking a day off of Twitch? What the fuck is that gonna do? <laughs> Honestly, let's face the facts here. What what, what is what is happens if you take a day off of Twitch? Give more viewers to somebody else. <laughs> like who, like who cares? Like this is virtue signaling at its fucking like most pathetic. Like I'm gonna take a day off. I'm gonna show them. You know what Twitch is doing? They're like, okay, you know they're fucking owned by Amazon, right? Still like sub. The sec- like like the like the second or third largest employer in uh, uh, the U.S. is like they got money, bro. You think they're going to hurt if you take a day off? No, fucking Jack Bezos went to space, bro. He don't give a fuck. <laughs> He's already gone to space. He don't give a shit, dude. Yeah, he got his money. He got his money. But the thing is, I saw that and people were just talking about like, I mean, don't get me wrong. Yes, it sucks. Where uh, What's going on with these hate rates is like uh, these bots, they all get together. They'll raid your channel, do all this uh, 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 this, this hate speech, this uh, uh, very uh, just awful things. And they'll, they'll go to your chat and they'll screenshot it, and they'll go to Twitch, and the TOS, the terms of service are, if you have any of that on your chat, and they, they find it, and if it's, uh, uh, if it doesn't, uh, they don't like it, they can uh, give you a strike, or ban you, or whatever. I don't know. I'm not too sure. I didn't look into it, but that's the gist of it. And, you know, people are getting mad, because, like, and, and some of the solutions that people are coming up with is when you're done streaming, you put your chat in sub-only uh, sub mode, or uh, emote-only mode. That way, they can't write anything. Makes sense. But it's just, you know, it, it is what it is, but like the fact that these people are like, well, I'm going to stay off Twitch for one day, like, and do what? Go back to it the next day after? I mean, what do you expect to, like, fix? No, like, you'd have uh, to do, like, months, years off of Twitch. And, and, the, and the thing is, the thing is, uh, I forgot his name, but he's the guy who's always, like, when you go to YouTube and, like, find, like, tips on how to improve your Twitch channel, I think his name's something Keller or something like that. Right. Some white dude with the blonde hair kind of yeah, stuff. Yeah, I know who he's talking about. He, he left Twitch Gaming, he, and he had a video about it, and, it, and it's pretty much like what I'm saying, where he's like, if you want to make a difference, grow a pair, get off of Twitch. That's how you're going to hurt them, by getting off of their platform, straight up. And, 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 and I agree with him. I mean, if you want to make a difference, that's what you do. Because we, I think we saw that Tim the Tatman, he's already off. I think he went to YouTube Gaming. Uh, for sh- uh, we already knew that Doctor Disrespect, he, well, he's been gone for a year now, but I think he signed a contract or is going with YouTube Gaming, I think. And Dr. Lupo, I think he's now with YouTube uh, streaming service. So, I mean, like, honestly, like, if you want to make a big difference and put your money where your mouth is, and honestly, personally, I don't find it a problem with what Twitch is handling. Like, like, if they want to make me responsible for what some idiot asshole writes in chat and get mad at it, like, to you, you get mad about it, you know, and and kick me out because I didn't do shit. You know, right. So I mean, I, I don't. I, really, I honestly, I'm telling you right now, guys. I don't give a flying fuck. Okay, I'm so right I'm there not with gonna you. 
not gonna be like virtue singling and be like, I'm banning this for a day. I'm not gonna be part of this. I don't give a shit, bro. Okay, I'm, I, I like doing. Like, I don't think Twitch is perfect, but right now, like for the options that it has and what it provides, I'm fine with it. I have a good time, and the friends that I made on here, I, I'm enjoying it. I have no problem. I don't have any intention of going anywhere else. But there's definitely like, if you want to make a difference, get the fuck out of here, straight up. Grow up here, just like a uh, uh, old boy said. Peace out. Yeah, you got to peace out of there. Yeah. Um, yeah. No, I didn't. I didn't know that. I didn't even know that people were taking a day off of Twitch on Wednesday. I just didn't come to Twitch on Wednesday because I was too busy doing with real life shit. Yeah, Wednesdays are my research days. I don't. <laughs> I mean, I watch. I watch. Uh, I watch Spooky and watch NLBC on on Wednesday night while I do laundry and podcast. And that's about it. Yeah. But I mean, like, yeah. I mean, I understand. You know, it sucks when you know uh, asshole robots start doing hate speech on your what you call it, and they try to frame it where you're a bad person and and try to kick you off your own channel that sucks but that wouldn't have worse that wouldn't there's have a lot of worse things that wouldn't have phased me one bit like i would have been like yeah. oh, okay banned i mean and honest yeah honestly look if, if i'm on twitch i'm putting myself out there to to whatever and honestly i want to say most part all of the interactions i've had with either people uh with chat with uh friends that i made has been mostly positive i mean i had maybe one or two just shitty people on there but that's the 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 fun I had, the good times that I had, is way more than the, the bad. So I mean, it is what it is. I just thought it was funny. Like they're, they're all trying to tweet about, like trying to make a deal. Fuck up. And don't get me wrong, Twitch does. Uh, uh, um, there's some things that kind of are kind of fifty, like iffy. Like you know, uh, Twitch does take fifty percent of the sub. So I mean, you're kind of. Eh, but what can you do? I mean, that, that, they're I mean, providing a service. They're providing a service. Yeah, I mean, it takes a lot of uh, power to have, handle the servers and have space and make sure everything's up and running. Because if you think about it, this thing is worldwide. Yep, I agree. Yeah. Um, yeah. On the yeah. lighter side of news, Go if ahead. you want some free games this September and you have a PS Plus membership, you have three free games coming to you. Yay. Next, uh, well, tomorrow? Tomorrow. Uh, the September PS Plus games this month are for PS5, you get Overcooked All You Can Eat Edition. And you get um, on PS4, you get Hitman 2 and Predator Hunting Grounds, which is basically Dead by Daylight clone. Yeah. <laughs> so. Dead by uh, Daylight clone, guys. I, I like, honestly, like, I don't like, like playing with other people. I just play Killer. I just go around just. Putting on fucking, <laughs> I'm liking it. I'm having fun. Uh, what else you got, Papa? Um, I saw this when I shared it with Travis and he on uh, on Discord. But Magic the Gathering, they tweeted out: players will be diving into the worlds of Warhammer 40k, Lord of the Rings, Fortnite, and Street Fighter. So I think they're gonna go into these uh franchises and put them into Magic cards. Which I'm like. 40k, whatever. Lord of the Rings, whatever. Fortnite, get the fuck out of here. 40 k does, 40k doesn't really match up with Street Magic the Gathering at all. I have no idea. <laughs> I mean, it doesn't match with Street Fighter either. But, oh I mean, yeah. But but now I get to see. Okay, now this is a crossover I could get behind. <laughs> um, when I saw Chun Li and Ryu, and Cameo Gal in Fortnite, it's like, no. But if I see my Magic, I do the Drake meme like. Okay, I'm in. I'll try them out. I like. I maybe I'll get a couple. I won't like get back into magic like I was like 
the f- when did Ravnica come out? 2010, 2019, 2009? Yeah, 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 chat, let me know. When did the first iteration of Ravnica, when did it come out? That's when I started uh, leaving the game. But the fact that they're bringing like some uh, Street Fighter characters over, like I will play the game again, but I'll probably pick up some cards. I'll look around and see like some of my favorites. Like I'll see maybe if they put in like Akuma in there or... Um, He's going to be or a planeswalker. Or, or, yeah, Evil Ryu. They put him in there. Like, I, maybe I'll pick up some cards. Or maybe if they have, like, a, maybe, like, a little starter deck with them in there. Like, why not? I'll, I'll put them in there and pick it up and just play. Because just, just, because that's, like, even though, like, I don't play Magic, I'm very fond of the game when I did play it. And, of course, Street Fighter is one of my favorite franchises. So those two making like a crossover, I would definitely like look into it. Maybe just get like a little shatter deck and have two of them, and maybe you know, just play with a friend just to be silly and just be like, okay, my Ryu taps Hadoken two two damage to your, you know, whatever it is. Yeah, I th- I think that would be fun just for nostalgia. So that sounds like fun for sure. Um, so they tweeted that out that they get ready to play with type thing. Yeah, I don't know when it's coming out, and I I, I don't know if it's gonna be like a like a special standalone set or what. But they they tweeted it out. I saw that like last week or the week before. So. Hopefully we'll get more information soon. That'd be dope, dude. I'm down. Like yeah. that might actually bring me back to magic a little bit here. Cause I've been out of the loop since like 2012, 2011. Uh, yeah. I mean, I like I said, I will just play just for what you call it. So what else you got? Papa? Well, I think that's pretty much it on my end. Dang. You know, two yeah. weeks. All right. I got one more thing for you. Uh, uh, Valve won a lawsuit against Scuff for back buttons on controllers. What the fuck? You... Because Scuff really? Scuff had like, uh-huh. like a specific like corner market on this thing, um, but Valve won a lawsuit against them because for one, their Steam controller had back buttons. Also, their um, their new portable has back buttons on it as well. Mm-hmm. Um, and, uh, I guess scuff had taken them to court over this and, you know, they ended up winning the lawsuit. So what this means to me is the fact that, uh, gaming companies, uh, IE Microsoft, PlayStation, Nintendo, uh, Hori, uh, Mad Cats, I don't know, whatever fucking peripheral you company you want to name, they can actually start putting more of these back buttons on their controllers um for for us console players that you know have whatever console uh without any repercussions from you know uh, a lawsuit from scuff or uh was it beaver customs something like that okay okay so who had back buttons first valve uh no it was uh definitely scuff scuff had it first and then what valve sued them or or what happened wait Sued who and who's winning? Um, in February, Valve was ordered to pay $4 million for infringing on patents held by Scuff Gaming's parent company. Um, and then they took them back, you know, they appealed and took it back to court. Um, but uh, Valve ended up... Oh, I'm sorry. They lost the patent lawsuit. That was back in February. And then they took it back to... Um, they took it back to court again and they ended up winning. Really? Yeah. So now that they've won the lawsuit um, or they won the the judgment, not the lawsuit itself, because now they don't have to pay that $4 million. um, They're able to actually like move forward with more, more controllers with uh, back buttons and stuff like that. Now, I didn't, 
I mean, I'm totally ignorant on the fact I don't design controllers or peripherals for any, you know, these companies. I don't look into it. But I didn't know you could patent, like, HD rumble or features on the controller. I mean, I figured maybe some proprietary technologies, like maybe like that like that half-trigger uh, pull for, this, uh, for the... the dual sense five maybe something like that but i figured back pedals was something generic that anybody can just make so yeah i mean if you can it they of course they can patent back buttons because they can also patent game modes in case you remember from uh, we talked about it a few months ago um, yeah, with the interactive, they patented the, the nemesis system for correct sure for sure but i mean that's i mean i could see it's some game systems i didn't think it would be like actually proprietary like hardware and like you do you sue somebody for having an l button um no because it is left you i mean it is i mean i don't know i don't know i mean these are interesting questions i would have to sit somebody who like knows the business because like how do you where do you start drawing the lines you know it's like i mean i could see maybe like the touchpad button but i mean honestly it's just a big button in the middle of the screen like right. i don't know it's interesting but but worm in our chat right now he is correct um they were patenting the uh, buttons on the back like you, they actually had like little tiny buttons that were maybe like uh, a quarter inch uh, in diameter on the back which is which is why the xbox elite controller had paddles uh, but then scuff came out with their own paddle um version of the controller and things like that and um I don't, I don't know if you would consider the PS4 attachment at some point. I don't know if you would consider that like a paddle. Uh, I would. Um, but yeah, like they had this whole like lawsuit going on from February of, of uh, what was it, last year, 2020? All the way up until like they were ordered to pay like $4 million. And then like they appealed and then it went to like a higher court uh, type yeah. deal. And then... Um, you know, yeah. uh, eventually yeah. Valve ended up winning out. So basically what it means is for, you know, peripheral developers is that they can actually move forward with developing um, uh, different, you know, controllers yeah. and with the, with more configurations and things like that. So, yeah. Yeah. I, I, yeah. Looking at chat, looking at wormhole. Yeah, I think you're right. You uh, you could pan everything. It just doesn't depends on whether it holds up or not. So, <laughs> yeah. I mean, uh, but yeah, you're right. I mean, if if more third party developers peripheral developers can you know add more bells and whistles to the controllers the better you know i mean i remember when i was younger and uh my mom got me and my brother a 64 and we had like the one nintendo controller and then the other one was like a, a shitty ass mad cats when mad cats was like complete fucking shit you know that one will fall apart yeah it wasn't until it wasn't until uh uh mark julio uh, started sat down with Mad Cats and be like, "Like this is how you make a good fighting stick." And after th- after then, Mad Cats actually got legit. Right. Uh, they actually had like good fighting sticks. That was awesome. And then like they put all their fucking ba- uh, eggs in the basket and they tried to like uh, make peripherals for like Guitar Hero Six, the latest one that was coming out, and that one completely fucking tanked. And they they went under after that. Like, they made a uh, keyboard and mice for a while too. Mad I think Cats, so, yeah, yeah. Peripherals. yeah. But like the first Mad Cat shit that was fucking garbage it was awful guys back in the 64 days and it wasn't until street fighter uh, 4 came out and uh, I, was, I was hanging out with kevin and i was like you got another controller like yeah i got this mad cat sticks i'm like oh mad cats like no nah, bro dude they fucking updated since uh 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 they've been making sticks i'm like for real He's like yeah try them out I'm like, okay so ever since then i've been kind of like a mad cats fan again with when it comes to their at least with their sticks i've been enjoying it yeah so 
Um, but yeah, and having more companies able to make controllers, but especially like like Joy Cons, especially with what's been go- they've been. Uh, I've had this problem once with my original set of Joy Cons, my gray ones, where I have Joy Con drift, but I actually put some of that uh, what that electric was it like electric electric uh oh yeah the spray electric diode spray uh, yeah, yeah I, I put some of that in there and i've had zero problems issues with that ever again i mean i know i know some of the people just get it all the time but having other companies able to step in and like this is what we're going to use these parts and different kind of contacts and maybe it'll be better that's better for the consumer for sure because i know like those joy cons you're going to pay the nintendo tax when it comes to buying a new one i mean i, I think a set of those cost like what 70 bucks as much as a freaking pro controller yeah 70 80 bucks yeah for two yeah, yeah. and i always find it weird when people are like yeah i bought every color i'm like mm, i don't even know one of those people you bought me my green ones and i fucking those haven't left my switch ever since you got them for me i got two pairs of joy cons the, the the base ones that came in and the red and blue ones only because i wanted to play like uh mario party <laughs> when they came out for everybody yeah oh yeah uh what else you got before that's it i think that's about it on my part guys um all right. Um, I don't actually have anything else for this week, and we were able to cram two weeks into an hour and 50 minutes. So uh, where can we find you, Rick? Guys, you can catch me right down here at OS underscore Rick with the one I love streaming Monday, Tuesdays, and Thursdays. I've been playing Dead by Daylight, some Blasphemous. I'm threatening to play a PlayStation game, but uh, guys, like, I want to play a PlayStation game. But it's like... I gotta, I, I, man, I'm so hesitant, man. I know people tell me these games are great. But I was like, fuck. <laughs> Guilty Gear. Um, what else have I been playing, guys? I don't know. Maybe, maybe I'm just the oddball that just, I don't know, can't get into it. But yeah, I've been playing. I love streaming. I love hanging out with you guys. I appreciate it. Uh, uh, again, guys, we apologize for not being able available last week. Wish we could have told y'all ahead of time saying, hey, be available. But, I mean, sometimes life throws you a curveball and it sucks. But I'm glad you guys are here with us today and, and enjoying us. Uh, I really appreciate it. I mean, I, honestly, I thought this, I'm like, I'm not the biggest fan of this format doing it live. But, you know, it's not too bad. I mean, I, 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 we still get to have a conversation and I get to engage in chat, which is, I, you know, I enjoy also. It's not that bad. I, it's, it's actually fun. I like it. Uh, so, I mean, yeah, guys, catch me there. Uh, like I said, I play anything and everything uh, and catch me on streams. It's always a blast. Like I said, I love playing video games, but when I get to stream and share it and hang out with you guys at the same time, it just makes it that much more better and fun. And and honestly, I, you you guys are great. I mean, I mean, I, we love doing the podcast, but knowing you guys are here makes it that much better. You're damn and, right. Uh, just make sure you guys take care of yourselves. I mean, y'all's health is in your hands. Y'all know what to do. Take care of yourselves. Just do right. Just do right, guys. That's right. Uh, as always, guys, I, I, first and foremost, I want to say to Red, um, I'm sorry about Jet. I didn't get a chance to tell you personally, but uh, that cat was, uh, he was special. And I'm sorry that, about your loss. And make sure, like what Rick said earlier, you guys hug your pets every fucking day because they're always there for you. Always. No matter what you're going through, no matter what's happening in your life, they're always there day in, day out. They don't give a fuck about any of that shit. So hug your pets, love them like there's no tomorrow. Um, as always, guys, uh, you can catch me at uh, OS underscore Onslaught on all things social media. 
um, Twitch, Twitter, Facebook, all those good things. We love you guys so very, very much. Not only do you hug your pets, but hey, hug your fucking family members. Hug everybody that you can. Tell them you love them because hey, you don't ever know, dude. Like that's that's it is what it is. You know, you never know. You never know. So uh, tell your mom you love her. Tell your dad you love him. Uh, see how they're doing. Check up on them if you haven't in a while. We love you guys so fucking much, much. and we cannot wait to see you guys again next week. Peace out, guys. Bye, guys. Love you. Bye.